John Fetterman's debate performance proves his campaign and the media were lying. And Democrats are now accusing Republicans of not being loyal enough to Trump. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day and lots of laughs, too. Follow the Three Martini Lunch wherever you get your podcasts. Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. I got a, I got a few things to hit here this Friday. I want to start with this Texas story. This comes from WFAA. They said that the 2022 version of CNBC's annual top states for business. Now, just full, full stop. If you're telling me about a measure of top states for business, I'm, silly me, am assuming that you're actually going to be talking about, um, checks notes, top states for business. 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 That's what I'm thinking. So they said that new study rates Texas as second worst state to live in the country. Fifth best for business. What? Wait, what? They said that the team behind the study, and this is CNBC, these these states are the 10 worst ones to live in. These states they're trying to shame texas for not being like new york they said nevada is horrible they said tennessee is horrible indiana is horrible new mexico is horrible louisiana is horrible missouri is horrible south carolina at number four is horrible oklahoma horrible texas horrible arizona is the worst state ever in the world to live in that's what they're saying this is their story they, they go, they write that the team behind the study graded Texas as an F in the life, health, and inclusion category. Wait, I thought this was about best state for business. But inclusion, though, what the hell does inclusion mean? The very fact that people are moving to Texas, what does that even mean? It means apparently there's no problem with inclusion. You know how the left defines inclusion? We want to pretend that uh, people with balls are women. And if you don't believe that, then you are not inclusive. That has nothing to do with inclusivity. I really don't care what you believe. You can believe that people, by people I mean men, are women. And I don't have to agree with you. I think that you are not inclusive because you don't tolerate people who disagree with the fact that someone that has a franken beans is not a woman. Thank you very much, sir. But that's how they can't say that all. And by the way, all these states are great for business. Tennessee has no state income tax. Neither does Florida nor Texas. We don't have one here in Texas either. And I'm looking at like, why are they like, for instance, Oklahoma? This is literally what they write. I cannot even believe this is an actual sentence from CNBC. Okay, ready. Oklahomans are not big on taking care of themselves. According to a United Health Foundation data, they show that they're amongst the least likely to exercise or even eat fruits and vegetables. What? I thought that their dislike of Texas would be because it's hot. Like it is, oh, it's only 95 degrees today. It's real cool today. It's cooled down this a is lot cool. today. We had a great cool temperature of 90 degrees yesterday. I mean, that was like fall. 
They say, this is what they write about Texas. Skilled workers are flocking to Texas despite longstanding quality of life issues. They say that, according to census data, the state ranks number three for net migration of college-educated workers behind Florida and Washington. But when they arrive, they're finding limited child care, a stressed health care system with the highest rate of uninsured, new curbs on voting rights, and few protections against discrimination. Someone who wrote this has never been to Texas. We moved here in 2013, and it's been awesome. However, I am completely fine with running with this narrative to prevent progressives from coming here and voting. Oh, it's bad. No protections for just, oh, none for, oh, the voting rights. I am physically prevented as a woman from leaving my home to vote. Don't move here. Totally fine with us. I will run with that if it means that fewer progressives move here to vote. I'm totally fine with that. I know. God forbid Texas be against dead people voting. How dare you? You are disenfranchising dead people. Well, this dead guy voted. How dare you assume his gender? You just said his gender. And he's dead. Why is he voting? (laughs) Why? How dare you have to show an identification to cast your vote? Granted, you have to show it to buy cigarettes and Sudafed and alcohol and even rent a car or get a hotel room. But damn it. How dare you? We're Democrats. We assume that minorities can't figure out identification. That's apparently what they do. Arizona, it's hot. Also hot. They say that. Arizona has some of the worst air quality in the nation and that they don't like their health system or something. I don't know. But mainly their complaint was it's hot. What does it have to do with your business? Like you're, I, why do you have to sit here and admit, well, yeah, it may be the fifth and the best for business, but also they're not communists, so they're horrible to live in. That. Why do you have to re, like take that win away? Because it's a win. They can't acknowledge it, right? They can't acknowledge it. Yeah, as Kane notes, like in Arizona, what if you got an air conditioning business? Man, business is booming in Arizona. Sidebar, you want to know what I found out? First time I went to Michigan, I was up at the top of the mitten, like north of Traverse City. There's like a place there. Are you talking about Upper Peninsula? Yeah, there was like a... The UP is what they call it? I don't know. All I know is Traverse City, sidebar to sidebar. When I was in Traverse City, stopped in one of the most magical places I've ever been to. A taxidermy ice cream shop. What? So while you get amazing ice cream, you could look at all the beautiful taxidermy. Oh, okay. I watched a, I saw a, a taxidermied raccoon in a carved out log that he was using as a boat holding a paddle. I'm not kidding. While you, you were enjoying vanilla bean? Dude, I totally did. I had vanilla in a cone. Soft serve vanilla in a cone. It was amazing. Anyway, long story short. I like those types of places. It was great. I'd go back there again. I wish I knew the name of it. They were right across from the lake, literally legit across the street from the yeah, lake. Yeah, I, I was. I stayed there for a few days. We did a for a radio station I used to work for in Michigan. Um, we went up to Traverse City for a murder mystery dinner thing. Interesting. Did you go north up towards the index finger of the mitten? Yes, I've been up because there there's as a well. place up there. I can't remember what it is. It's like a vacation area. Everybody goes up there. Yeah, the Upper Peninsula. Nobody has Repeat. air conditioning. No, not in that part. But I know, but it was wild. I was in Lake Superior in July, and it was still 43 degrees. The, I see. The I am, uh, water temperature. I am so much of a 
born in Missouri and live in Texas now person, even if I lived in the Arctic, I still just, you know, need an AC just to have it. You know what I mean? Like, I'd rather have it and not need it. I'm so traumatized from the humidity and the sweltering heat. It's a dry heat, Texas tells you as you fry. But I love it, though. There's something about it. It's a beautiful, beautiful state. Anyway, I just think that this I'm but I am okay. Kane, I think we need to work really, really hard. And in fact, I think that that's really should be a Republican ad. Don't come to Texas. I mean, how you know, we don't have feces and needles on our streets. We don't have high income taxes and an out of control crime rate. I mean, we get that these are attractions for beautiful states like like California, where you have to navigate through a complex labyrinth of homeless people on crack. Or in Chicago, where the moment you get out of O'Hare, you're shot. I mean, <laughs> why would you want to leave that beauty behind and move to a state that, you know, has actually, you have space and no, ta- no income taxes and low crime and good, good environment for business? Stay away, progressives. Stay away. I'm all, I'll lie to them. I don't care. I will pretend to be aggrieved and su- oppressed and suppressed. Just so I can keep people away. Don't come here to Texas. You won't like it. It is all bad. (laughs) We really need to really need to harp on that. Folks, stop overpaying and let Recoil Gunworks be your go-to for ammo. This is a great Indiana-based company, and it was actually created in a small basement in 2013. Small Midwest town in their basement, and uh, family-owned, they think like us, and they're really known for over at Recoil Gunworks. They're web-based firearms, ammo, and accessories retailer. They're really known for their police trade-in guns in great shape. They pick them, including the firearms, the lights, the sights, the scopes, tasers, and more. You can buy now, pay later, no interest. And at Recoil Gunworks, they have very, very competitive pricing. Super easy to use website as well. Just visit recoilgunworks.com slash Dana. You can search for whatever you need by caliber, weight, application. You can look for brands like Winchester, Federal. Uh, Vast majority of the country, by the way, has no restrictions on receiving ammo and they will note you know they have it all up there very helpfully on their website ammo shipped to your door where legal and they explain that including illinois new jersey and connecticut you need to see the frequently asked questions on that and check the product restrictions page for further state law requirements and restrictions visit recoilgunworks.com slash dana today to get you a full list of products and use code dana to get free shipping on your next order whether you need it in the woods or on the range recoil gunworks gets it there fast and once you make your first order it won't be the last use code dana right now to get free shipping at recoilgunworks.com slash dana and now all of the news you would probably miss it's time for dana's quick five brought to you by caltech Mm-mm-mm. so i told you yesterday that the arctic or the Antarctic hole the ozone had shrank the stratospheric layer and there was another report in it was in oaa and nasa both now have determined that it is so i guess the polar bears are going to continue on living and we're all not going to drown like al gore had said correct yes this i got to share this with you people in la are homeless people in la are infuriating locals they're boasting about hooking up washing machines to street power lines and setting up huge tin man tents on sidewalk with flower beds these are like some bougie tents. They got flower beds. They got their washing machine outside. It was going. They have some stuff on the inside. I mean, it is a wild. 
And it's like in Hollywood. People got motorcycles out there. They they hook stuff up to the uh wa- they hook stuff their hoses up to the hydrant. They get power from light pole. I mean, they like get it all. It's like all hooked up, and they don't got to pay for nothing. That's crazy. Some guy registered his beer as an emotional support animal. This comes by way of Food Network. He was actually able to get an official registration number for it. Don't know if he's going to be able to take his pint on the bus, but he did. He's a 47-year-old resident of Brooklyn. His name's Floyd Hayes. He's a very smart man. And he tried to register his beer as an emotional support animal. He says he is a creative director, ideas crafter, and consultant on a, on his website. And he went to the USA Service Dog Registration, entered in information for a 16-ounce pint glass of IPA. He says it offers him comfort when he goes out. He goes, I'm not permitted a dog in my building, so I thought an emotional support beer would be more appropriate. It helps alleviate my anxiety, and it's a cost-effective way to manage stress. He goes, I've had trouble trying to take the pine onto public buses and into places of business, so I had the idea to get it registered. He literally got his number. Although, when you start, when he tried searching it after he told uh, Ale Street News that it comes up as invalid, but he also shows off a certificate. He shows it off anyway, the registration he was able to get for his beer. He wants to be able to take his beer on public transport. He goes, I travel for upstate a lot. They go, but they say it's a federal crime to have a beer unless by prior written consent. And I always wondered where you get that consent at. Right. Golly, I love this guy. And and I love this, though, because he said that uh, someone with the, someone with the I guess, the registration services, uh, one person told the Brooklyn paper that uh, he can register his beer all day long. It's not going to let him anywhere. It's not going to get him anywhere. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, we'll see about that, Karen. We'll see. And more Americans are getting on tr- on TikTok. Not on other social media. Oh, good. Make sure you get the the communist Chinese-owned app that spies on you all the time. Yeah, good job on that. Stay with us. Daily Wire has a story about how the State Department, I reported last week, that they are spending $20,000 taxpayer dollars on funding drag shows in Ecuador. So they've now, they've doubled down on it. Mm Mm-hmm. Three workshops and a two-minute documentary and 12 drag theater performances. It's supposed to go till August 31st of 2023. They said that it's all about diversity, inclusion, and representation to equity and accessibility. That is one of the stupidest statements I've ever heard. So let me go back to it. They literally said that they wanted to, the, the State Department spokesperson said in an official statement that the grant, the grant funds programs in Ecuador to incorporate and conceptualize, quote, diversity, inclusion, and representation to equity and accessibility. Wow, the sentence structure. It is mega, mega stupid. They want representation to equity. Let's just stop that. The hell does that mean? I want representation to something that is describing an amount. <laughs> what? To, I want representation to accessibility. That doesn't even make sense. What? They just say words. Marbles, soap, keychains, counters. Makes sense, right? Just going to say random words. That's all they do anymore. They just put random words out. Did Kamala write this? Kamala Harris, did she write this? So they said that they, that's what the grant is about. Diversity, inclusion, and representation to equity and accessibility. That's what our tax dollars. Aren't you glad that you work so hard? I mean, granted, wage growth isn't go- going, you know, it's not keeping up at all with the pace of inflation. You're spending thousands of dollars extra a year 
because of inflation, we nobody can afford anything anymore. People aren't going to be going on vacation. Cars are expensive. Gas is expensive. Diesel is going to be even more expensive now because uh, we only have 20 some odd days left of it. Uh, everything is just going to hell in a handbasket. But we're so glad that we can fund the, quote, diversity, inclusion and representation to equity and accessibility of drag shows in Ecuador. Hashtag mega mega priorities, Biden. Good grief. So the Ecuadorians can express themselves freely in safety. That's the whole thing. That's literally, they, they continued. The program's goal is to promote tolerance. And the, I don't, ha- no, no, no. You know how you don't promote tolerance? By taking my money to do it. Exactly. Ecuadorians can promote their own damn tolerance. Ecuadorians can express themselves freely and safely on their own damn dime. My money is not required for this. Is your money required for this? If you want to fund this in your country, then you fund it yourself in your own country. The end. I don't, people are broke. How are you going to sit here and tell someone, I'm sorry you're going to have less money to pay your bills, but there's a drag queen in Ecuador that really needs to be able to perform, and they need this money more than you to express themselves, to have representation to equity. And you wonder why people, you wonder why so many people are leaving the Democrat Party. Good grief. If you're a regular listener, then you've heard me talk about Keltec and all the reasons why they're one of my personal favorites when it comes to firearms. Privately owned family company, Keltec has been making one of a kind American made firearms since 1995. Driven by creativity, Keltec doesn't just copy other weapons on the market, they innovate new ones, including the new P50. The P50 platform is based around a 50-round double-stack magazine which lays horizontally along the top of the grip. The 5.7 cartridge comes in several variants, from sporting, hunting, to personal defense, and with how easy it handles its smooth shooting, because it's well-balanced and thus accurate. You can definitely see Keltec's reliability and quality at work. The P50 is fun on the range, but it's also great for serious home protection. To find out more about the P50 and all other Keltec weapons, and products, check out Keltechweapons.com. That's K-E-L-T-E-C weapons.com. Keltech, creating innovative quality firearms to help secure your world. Keltechweapons.com. It's his life mission to make bad decisions. <laughs> it's time for Florida Man. Mm-hmm. All right. So I got uh I got a lot here. Uh been a kind of a busy week i think for our florida man friends okay so first up this is i don't know how i think it's funny actually owner of florida diner sweeties posts ir- very irreverent messages on its marquee often insulting the town mayor and chief of police to the amusement of motorists and woke warriors it's hysterical rick reed is part owner of sweeties diner in fort pierce now, sometimes they directly jab the Fort Pierce police chief, Diane Hobley Bernie, or Mayor Linda Hudson. I can't even say what some of these are. Uh, I, can't, I don't think I can read last week's sign, Kane, the dinosaur one. No. What do you call a lesbian dinosaur? I can't. Don't stop Googling. You listeners, quit it. Don't do it. So they said that... Um, Reed was asked about it, and he said that associating either the chief or the mayor with lesbian dinosaurs would, quote, be an insult to lesbian dinosaurs everywhere. He goes, this is the First Amendment. I think it's actually hysterical. And he said, uh, like, he, they have some more, some tamer signs, like, your utility bill go up? Call Mayor Hudson with her personal number. 
Um, like, for instance, they have some of his favorite signs include, all I want for Christmas is a new chief of police. Hobbly bobbly sat on our wall and it fell. The end. They said all, law enforcement week. All LEO received 20% off except hobbly bobbly. Uh, they said Fort, Fort Police, Fort Pierce Police theme song. Send in the clowns. BLT or burger fries. Five ninety nine. They said no hobbly, hobbly bobbly sir, but we have oxtail. Nine ninety five. And then they go after the mayor saying, Mayor Hudson, since you're two faced, can you make one pretty? <laughs> and City Hall is run like a whorehouse. That's also one that he said. And then he had one saying, if the mayor and police chief lived together, they'd be broom mates. This is actually, uh, what is it? What's the one the, uh, uh, they've made a book about it? Uh, Arroyo's, Arroyo's restaurant. And they have their big signs. This is like the non, this is like the rated R version of that. Oh, man, it is actually too funny, and it's worth the whole segment. Uh, I'll, I'm a, I'll send that in your prep, because it's too good not to. This, uh, oh, man, tomorrow I'll tell you more about the U.S. woman who was killed in an alligator attack in Florida. That's a horrible, horrible story. Watch out for any bodies of water, including droplets and puddles. Thanks for tuning in to today's edition of Dana Lash's Absurd Truth Podcast. If you haven't already, make sure to hit that subscribe button on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Fetterman's debate performance proves his campaign and the media were lying about his condition. Lee Zeldin demolishes Kathy Hochul in their debate, but can he win the election? And Democrats are now accusing Republicans of not being loyal enough to Trump. I'm Greg Columbus. Join Jim Garrity of National Review and me each weekday for the Three Martini Lunch podcast. We'll give you the good, bad, and crazy news of the day for conservatives, and hopefully a lot of laughs too. Join us. Follow the Three Martini Lunch on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.